When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, three, two, one, clap. Three, two, one, clap. Three, two, one, clap. Good. Um, well, Nate isn't here today. <laughs> really? That's that's not like him. <laughs> Sometimes, listener. Um, Nate will just will be. I'll, I send the topic to record usually the day before, and sometimes on the morning of that we're supposed to record, Nate will just be like, "Oh, I've gone to a zoo." <laughs> like, I'm doing a spring clean. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm, I'm hoovering my whole house or whatever. Um, and today he went to a cafe to work remotely for the lols. That reminds me of uh, in in university when I needed to when I needed to focus. Uh, my PC didn't have Wi-Fi, so I just took the Ethernet cable out and like went hit it in a kitchen cupboard. And I to- <laughs> told all, told all my housemates like, "Do not let me near that cable until <laughs> until I can prove I finished my you know my reading or my essay or whatever." Very good. Pity poor Nate, who's probably eating a delicious cake right now. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> This season two, episode forty-one of the Electronic Wireless Show, Rob Pepper Shotgun's PC Gaming Podcast, and the only podcast you need, in my opinion, which is that of Alice Bell. And I am joined not by Nate, but by James Archer. How are you, James? Hello, I'm very good. I've just had uh, my first holiday in several months, uh, which is great. Went up to Scotland. Uh, bit of time in Glasgow, bit of time in Edinburgh. Uh, pretty much a whole whole day of drinking whiskey at one point that was great oh lovely did you do the thing where because when you do like drinks tasting stuff aren't you supposed to like you know only sip it and stuff did you get wrecked get hammered well i i didn't get i didn't get like properly blackout drunk but um yeah it was like no. it was you know it was a swallow rather than spit situation <laughs> um <laughs> i also my my, my I, I wanted it. my my james <laughs> And um, I went. In my, I went on it with my fiance, and she doesn't like whiskey, so I, I may have drank her portions as well. Do you really like whiskey or something? Because why would you organise a whole day of doing something that your fiance doesn't like? <laughs> yeah, it's a nice couple couple uh, couple activity. To, it was just, a it was a compromise. Get to, yeah. You know, it's not it's not just tasting whiskeys. You get to go around just to see how whiskey's made, uh, which actually turns out to be like identical. Uh, mostly each time. each time yeah like <laughs> including like all having the same equipment um 
It's actually because we went to we went we went to two we went went to two different ones, and um, the first time we went round, it was like, oh wow, oh that's really interesting. Oh cool. Oh yeah, you have to make beer first. Oh wow, that's interesting. And then the next, and then like later on in the day, it was just the tall guy telling us all the same things. <laughs> so I had to like try and I, I didn't I didn't like let on that we'd gone to a different distillery. So Ooh. I was you know kind of having to be polite and nod along, be like, oh yeah, oh really, oh yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like opening socks at Christmas, and you're like, "Oh, cool." Yeah, but Great. but it, but if if you also got those same socks like earlier that day, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. I get you. That's good. Did you also do a day of something that your partner likes but you hate? Uh, <laughs> no, no. So I, I guess I owe her one of those. Yeah, go as a surprise. Do a little like. I don't know what she likes, but just surprise her with a day of like, what do you hate? <laughs> beans. No, you love beans. No, I don't like beans. Um, oh my god! <laughs> don't don't tell Nate. <laughs> this is this is a plot twist. No, I've never. never this has blown the podcast beans. wide open. <laughs> They're useful as a an allegorical tool. Sure. I don't like. But, I don't like the texture. But... <laughs> Oh dear. Well, um, speaking of beans, no, I can't. Surprises. No. no. Oh, I don't know. The GTA 6 trailer leaks. Oh, a day early. Bloody hell. It was a couple of days early, wasn't it? Because it's meant to be Game Game Awards. Was it meant to be at the Game Awards? Was it? I thought it was... I thought it was meant to be Tuesday. Anyway, oh, leaked well, well. bit ahead of when it was supposed to officially come out, and then uh, Rockstar said, "Fuck it, let it ride," and released it officially themselves. Um, what did you think of the trailer, James? Uh, very good presentation. Uh, yeah, still, still looks like a GTA game. Uh, <laughs> in the sense that you know everyone's a dick, including you, probably. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like the. I kind of. I'm kind of intrigued by the social media stuff. That that is like hard to get. Sometimes hard to get right in a game. Like just the very uh-huh. specific. I don't know vibe of social media, um, especially because you know playing, developing games takes so long nowadays, and what is common on social media now might not be common in three years time when you finish making your game mm. uh but it looks like I, I like how it's like a very recognizable as you know instagram or what or whatever like stuff people actually people are actually using now and i'm curious as to how presumably how it works um like in the game as a if as like a mechanism um or if it's just or if it's just like story stuff because i i guess if they're doing like a they're doing like a body and clyde type story yeah. it looks like um and they they were kind of like some of the original like celebrity criminals and i guess the modern version of that would be instead of you know being in newspapers not wanted posters you would be you know <laughs> shown doing crimes on the social meds so yeah the social meds yeah that could be interesting <laughs> I love that the social media. You heard that before? I no. Let's make it happen though. Let's make fetch happen. Um, well, I as a trailer, 
I was like, well, I did. I tweeted that like whenever I see a trailer for a big AAA game now, my eyes just glaze over like <laughs> a podling staring into a dark crystal because all I can see is like having to write about it in two years' time. <laughs> <laughs> like the the content more that must be filled. But also, I I agree. I I I liked the swing it took with the social media, and actually, I saw on x or twitter or whatever someone did a comparison of like um the one-to-one stuff it was um clips that it was taking off oh like the like the like the hammer lady being based on an an actual on a real hammer Hammer lady lady. and the woman (laughs) twerking twerking on top of a car being based on a real woman twerking on top of a car yeah okay um yeah, yeah, which was cool, and I, I liked that. Um, uh, but it was, as a trailer, it was it was very vibes. It was what you kind of expected. It was like a lot of very short clips of probably cutscenes. You know, it wasn't... Yeah. It was a vibe, you know, rather than like, any this is, real information. Yeah, not showing, like, this is what you'll be doing in this video game. Y- yeah, although I suppose they don't really need to show that at this that, point. That is also you know. true, yeah. Like, <laughs> I imagine it would involve what? crime. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> unless unless GTA Six is like uh, a point and click walking simulator, you know, visual novel, whatever. It's probably we don't need to worry too much about mm. the the gameplay, the mechanics, as we say in the business. <laughs> Um, but uh, none of our predictions were really correct, I suppose, uh, in our Grand Theft Auto 6 discussion thing. Um, what did you think? There's another thing I wanted to ask, because there was some rumbling about, isn't it awful that the trailer leaked? And then some people um, would sort of um, uh, saying like, haha, Lamau, Elmau. I don't know how you pronounce it. It leaks. <laughs> and then other people were like, how dare you laugh at this leaking? That's, you know, a lot of devs, hard work, etc." Yeah. Are it, you on that scale anywhere? Do you think about it? Have Do you care? I... Do you, do you know, like, up until, up until, like, quite recently, I was very, very, like, um, you know, let chaos reign. Like, if it leaks, it leaks. Yeah. Um, because it... I, I know a lot of people like work really hard on this stuff, like and not just on the trailer but on the game itself. But the trailer itself is ultimately still just a marketing tool. And I I do struggle to shed tears for, you know, the yeah. <laughs> the, the the I guess minor disruption to a massive company's marketing plan. Yeah. Um I, I at the same time, though, I I do definitely have sympathy for, you know, the pe- people involved in like the creation of just things, mm. and yeah, they that is having like almost a right to show off their work on their terms, like taken away from them. Mm. Um, I'm trying, I'm yeah. trying to think like I I like I don't know, like, I I I don't really do much like air quotes creative stuff. Um, 
outside of like my writing work. Why did you, what did you say in that wanky voice? What did you cool creation? Well, no, like I, 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 <laughs> Sorry. I know you're not really like that. You're a musician, James. You are creative. No, I got I got kicked out of my band. I was, <laughs> I was oh shit did I, did I say this on the podcast yeah, i'm sorry yeah I for- no i got i forgot yeah no i i can't remember <laughs> if i said this on the podcast i got fired from my band a few weeks ago um god the band because- <laughs> i'm so sorry for bringing up something so painful james <laughs> uh yeah no uh not, not because like i'm a dick or anything it was uh musical differences um which i kind of wish i like agree with and it's all cool there's no beef there but um okay yeah, I, I don't like, I don't write fiction or make films or make games. I mean, that like that's that's kind of what I mean. Um, I, if if you were to like have a a copy of your book, like your next book, yeah. like released, or like leaked, I guess, like someone got an early copy of it and like, I don't know, I don't know, like spoiled the plot on Twitter or something. Like, would that would you be upset? Um, maybe. I mean, it, it it's sort of the case of like, well, if people were still going to buy, because the case with Grand Theft Auto is like, people are still going to buy it. It's going to do amazingly well, no matter what, basically. Yeah. Um, do you know, I'm not, so I'm, I'm not sort of like shedding tears for, you know, tiny indie startup rock star, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And I, I, by that same token, like if a copy of uh, the plot of my book leaked, but people still bought loads of copies of it, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, yes and no, I guess. It is it is one of those things, but yeah, you, you feel for the creative people, but not for the uh, juggernaut marketing plan. And if it was the case that like this was a, quote unquote you know a notable indie title or whatever that is you know a debut from like a small game or whatever then i would be more sympathetic i guess and maybe that's wrong of me but people are still gonna just buy and enjoy this game and it's not yeah it's not the game that has been leaked yeah yeah it is is the trailer for the game (laughs) (laughs) it is (laughs) For like, which we all you know. like, everyone knew was coming anyway. Like the game had been mm. de facto announced by Rockstar. Um, yeah. Well, that that too was kind of like, uh, you know, the, they, they were kind of like pushed little, into doing yeah. that. Yeah, by yeah, rumors or leaks or whatever. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, I, I I've been kind of like thinking about this for a few years actually because I. I used to follow a lot of like data mined data mining stuff uh, yeah? for games. Uh, yeah, so like in in games like I, I I don't follow Destiny, but the one I followed was like Apex Legends. Um, I know it's big in Destiny, Destiny as well. Um, people like going through the files of updates and then seeing what's in there yeah. pertaining to like future future content, future updates, and. Yeah, like I, all, all the same like debates around that was was still happening. Um, you mm. know the kind of oh, you know it, it's disrespectful to the developers versus like oh well it's just marketing or like oh well there's a public interest. Um, I don't agree. I don't agree that there's like public interest in the sense that there's a public interest in political news or whatever. Like people, yeah, pe- like, people, no agreed, pe- yeah. people don't need to know when a game is coming out or 
<laughs> yeah, like, what, like... <laughs> what's in the next battle pass or whatever. Um, that being that being said, I I I think just I think just like the temperature around this needs to come down a bit because people maybe some people leak for you know the clout to be you know known as this cool mm. you know in the no leaker dude but at just, but like the reason people are interested in leaks is ultimately because like they're interested in they're interested in your game and what you're making um probably like as much if not more than you know the average the average player so mm. i think people who like consume lead content aren't really like the enemy of the developers they're in many cases they're probably yeah. going to be their biggest fans so yeah like i don't think this kind of this situation where like everyone gets mad and starts having arguments about leaks is really like appropriate um yeah yeah it's yeah, uh, I, I... for us it's um we're in a sort of slightly different position because like in a way we <laughs> sound like such an asshole but we have a duty to report the oh, yeah, that is true <laughs> imagine that scene from newsroom on a plane and instead of me shaking the captain's hand and telling him that Simon <laughs> and I'm like, we wanted you your crew to be the first to know the gta 6 <laughs> trailer is out <laughs> um so from that point of view we don't need to get too involved in the discussion around whether leaking is moral. I don't think it's like immoral in in the same way that I don't know, like kicking a baby. <laughs> like I don't think leaking makes you evil necessarily, but um yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, That's quite a gulf between the two. I don't know why we're kicking a baby. You That's could quite... maybe make an argument that it's a form of theft, but then That's that true. also it... depends on, I guess, the circumstances in, on, you know, the technical manner in which it was leaked. If it came from, if someone like inside the company was just like gave it out, like Psst, have a look at this, um, that's kind of on them. Uh, yeah. 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 There was a um, thing a few years ago. Was it Trusted Reviews or some? I can't remember which website it was, but uh, a website reported on. I'm pretty sure it's Trusted Reviews. Yeah. Reported on um, the <laughs> Red Dead Redemption, or they reported a, um, Red Dead Redemption's map size. Um, I think it was RDR2 that they had got from a leak, yeah. and uh, they then had to pay rockstar like a bajillion dollars a because a previous amount of money yeah like a previous nda that did not actually pertain to red dead redemption 2 had like a clause in it that was like and if you if you leak any of our ips <laughs> ever in the history of the from now to eternity will fuck you up <laughs> um which it was one of those things where, like the, I, I think the individual journalist who wrote that story did the as much due diligence as they could, but it was, it was sort of, yeah, that was a weird one. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that that, that, that poster like really, really apologetic apology. Yeah, as well, which was a bit difficult to read, if I'm honest, but. 
That's why we have uh, company lawyers, you know. Yeah, it is. Presumably, we like we would have been like, Mister Company Lawyer, does this violate any NDA we've ever signed? Yeah, my 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 inst- my instinct on that was that trusted should have fought it, but at the same time, that, yeah. But but that's like also acknowledging they are still like a media company. Uh, we we know all too well the fact that media companies don't have much money. Um, Jesus, do we? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, you know, someone someone did the cost benefit analysis and decided it was better to just like pay the fine uh, rather than yeah. take it to court or whatever. Which you know, Rockstar absolutely would have done because they're Rockstar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I yeah. The trailer leaking, I thought, was broadly fine. It looks cool. People are excited for it. But this does lead to the little bonus um, question I was going to ask you, because this might change the lineup of the Game Awards, if indeed it was planned for the Game Awards. I thought it was just coming out on Tuesday. I can't remember. But uh, the Game Awards is, as we record this tomorrow slash Friday morning, because we record on a Wednesday, um... Do you have any big predictions for the Game Awards? Uh, I th- <laughs> so I, I saw that um, the band Poets of the Fall, who play who play a band in the Remedy verse um, called Old yeah. Gods of Asgard, they they are ple- they are doing a live show or a live performance at the Game Awards course, yeah. as Old Gods of Asgard, and. I would be extremely happy if this turns out to be uh, them doing Herald of Darkness from Alan Wake Two, which I, I mean, I, it obviously, I, well, like it, it, I like obviously, I want it to be that, but they do have another song in Alan Wake Two, which would be much easier to pull off live on the grounds that it doesn't have like um, David Harewood and <laughs> um, that's and, like, true. Matthew Peretta doing you know doing vo- doing vocals for it at the same time um but then you could just play be... those lads on the screen behind them because 100 percent, like sam lake is going to turn up and do the dance you know <laughs> so it's like, just, like so a the, like, performing all, all the, <laughs> monkey so all like the all like the big name actors are just on screens and then sam lake by, is by himself on stage yeah doing the dance oh, well sam lake is basically the second presenter at this point <laughs> like i like him a lot but i feel like he's getting close to jumping the shark i tweeted i can we be sure at this point that sam lake is not like a decades-long arg <laughs> i don't think he's a real boy i he think plays he's... three different characters in alan wake 2 and they all appear in like the first two hours exactly he can't be a real man it's... i don't believe oh. it yeah, I, 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 he follows me on Twitter, so oh, really? I keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd be, I'd be. I don't know why. I just tweet about books <laughs> and hating video games. <laughs> I'll, 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 do you know what? I'll start tweeting about him and see if he notices. No, he doesn't follow. He doesn't follow me. <laughs> Give me a give me a follow, Sam. Yeah, like... you really you you really like his game as well. I've only played a little bit of it. Well, I mean, I I I I, I do like Animate too, but I really blooming love this song that they put into it. It's like it's probably like my most played song on Spotify of like the last month. 
Um, right. Yeah, uh, it, it it's a banger. But yeah, um, I I think there's My, I think um, they're still gonna be um I think they're still show GTA Six like they'd be. It, it might it it might open with Jeff being like grumpy about leaks because that seems like the kind of thing. Yeah, he'd, he'd care about he'd, that because it seen, ruins his some, ad platform. Yeah. <laughs> it's some very disappointing behavior. But oh, it's so yeah, so disappointing. We're all here because we just love yeah, video games. games. Yeah. Look at my trainers. <laughs> but I hope I I hope he doesn't follow me. <laughs> Uh, but we've got a new uh, every every game awards listener. Our work like makes a new Jeff Keighley emote <laughs> to react to things, and we have so many now. But James made the one this year. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's the the top half is Jeff Keighley, and the bottom half is uh, Catherine's Skyrim dad. Uh, uh Starfield dad, Starfield dad, stuff, stuff, Starfield dad. Yeah, yeah, you said Skyrim. Did I say See, Skyrim? Even, uh, you, oh, boss. yeah! Even even you were even forgetting I care that Starfield more about exists. <laughs> <laughs> you said, said I think you said Battlefield, Dad, which confused me even more. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the 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 terrifying uh, liquid-mouthed father of Catherine's Starfield character. He looks like a snake. He's terrifying. So that's a great emote for this year. Um, what do you think of the nominees? Any surprises? Were you surprised that Starfield only shows up like once or something? Uh, Let me look. I'm yeah, going to Google maybe, it here. Maybe a bit. Because that was like the... Especially that was like the big game at the Game Awards. Yeah, it's only, Not the game it's Awards, only uh, nominated sorry. for Best RPG. And he best. and Todd Howard are like best mates. Oh, like. it's going to be off the Christmas card list this year. He totally is. What, what do you What do you think of the uh, is Dave the Diver an indie game discourse? I, I was gonna say there was <laughs> indie discourse as well. Um, I I think Dave the Diver feels indie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to like, because I think I'm I'm looking up the awards now. The like. I think it feels indie, but I think we sh- should say that like it probably isn't. But I don't know. Like my stance on this is <laughs> like, that the actual awards <laughs> section of the game awards is a complete like means absolutely nothing. So no one should. Really I mean care. that is that, <laughs> that, that is the correct take. Yeah, like the awards part of the game awards is. The vast minority <laughs> of the runtime of the show. As a vehicle think, for announcements and trailers, it's you know, is a big deal, but Exactly. Yeah. The awards mean not I mean, I'm happy for anyone that wins one, but also if you don't win one, it's fine. Uh I think I saw part of um a Stephanie Sterling video uh <laughs> she said like not even the game awards cares about the awards <laughs> at the game awards. So like <laughs> So like you don't have to. I think it's gonna be a Baldur's Gate and Alan Wait 2 sweep, pretty much. Oh definitely Baldur's Gate. For sure. Yeah. Everyone but knows Baldur's Gate. The categories do remind me of you know how in the nineties like magazine reviews would have like different sections that say like music eight out of ten and like <laughs> Yeah. 
gameplay. So there's like best narrative, which is I is that writing or is that like the overall plot? Like, what does that mean? And then there's best performance, which is that a hardware award, <laughs> Because <James>? or... <laughs> that was my thought. But no, it's a voice actor performance. Um, so, you know, it's all it all feels a bit, you know. Is there an award for replayability? There should be. Um, Sound. There's, there's games for impact, which is just games that are about the environment. Um, or it is most years, but also Vember is nominated in that, which is cool. Um, best action game? Like, what does that mean? I'm sorry, I'm just getting, I'm clicking <laughs> through the Game Awards website and getting across it. <laughs> choice of verbiage. What I'd, what I'd like uh, to see at the Game Awards, um, I don't have a huge amount of faith at Will, uh, but is uh, Tribes Free Rivals, which is... Interesting. Uh, it's... I guess it's kind of like a follow-up to Tribes Ascend. It's being made by... Uh, I, I, I'm I really sorry, I can't remember the name of the developers, but like a subsidiary of uh, high-res studios who made Tribes Ascend. And I, I like it's it's mad to me that there's a, basically like a sequel to what was one of... It might, like, it, one of definitely one of my favourite games of like that 2012-2013 period. And no one seems to care... Huh. Like, I think we did like a story about it, um, but yeah, it, it, it makes me it makes me a bit sad because like tri- tribes Aww. tribes ascend did like die a bit of an ignoble death, and I <laughs> <laughs> and I'd I'd love to like just play something very similar, which is what tribes free rivals appear to, appears to be, um, but yeah, and I don't I I don't want it to just like perish immediately, so. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you if <laughs> listeners, if you like Tribes Ascend or any of the previous Tribes games, there's a new one. It's called Tribe Three Rivals. It looks it looks pretty interesting. Jeff Aww. Feely, please put it in your marketing show. <laughs> I'm wondering, do you know, this is a an aside, but I wonder if there's going to be another um, protest stage rush. Uh, so Jeff can be disappointed, not necessarily by the guy that shouts GTA Six, because what's he going to shout now? You know. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 3, is it? <laughs> but um, the uh, Game Awards Future Class, which is a just a group of like, I don't know what it even means, really, but it's a group of kind of cool up-and-coming, upwardly mobile developers, um, wrote a letter uh, about um, the Israel-Hamas war and um, wanting support for Palestine, um, at which Jeff has studiously ignored. Um, so we'll... I I don't know if anyone will bring it up in speeches or what might happen, but uh, that's something to to maybe keep at the back of your mind as well that something could be mentioned is, is or this, maybe someone will have this, a flag. Is this, a, is this a, the group where he posted in the Discord, but it was just a two second clip of silence? Oh, he, yeah, he accidentally <laughs> posted like a, a two second completely silent voice note, which presumably was an accident. Um, but an ill-timed one, because that was the the first and only response he has given to the Game Wars Future class so far. It, it, regarding to, be, to, be fair, anything. to be fair, it is it is um it is like quite easy to post voice notes by accident on yeah. on on mobile. But at the same time, like, I I feel like if I did that, I'd immediately like notice, be like, oh shit, 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 shit. 
delete it fuck, and, fuck, and then yeah. that would like motivate me more to actually post in the chat because it looks worse if you, yeah if you, that's the thing isn't it, it it looks worse if you if you you know buggered it yeah to that degree oh, rather than just oh, successfully ignored it entirely well um let's move from talking to games that are getting awards to games that we've been playing this week my segues are really going very <laughs> lazy if i ever manage to segue at all sometimes i just say we're talking about this that's a segue isn't it? yeah <laughs> So, James, what have you been playing this week? I've been playing just a wee bit of Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, which is oh, yeah. Massive Entertainment's very, 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 very Far Cry-ish open world game set between the first and second Avatar films. It's... Uh... Uh... <laughs> like... I've just e- edited... Uh, um the review which edits has written for the website and will be live when you listen to this readers ah. and he, his review is basically like 1300 words of it oh, well, I, I i have not read ed's review but um yeah it 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 doesn't feel like a cheap tie-in um it it is well presented and has you know its own characters and tells its own story but it is extremely gamey like yeah this is a big open world fps we have to have crafting we have to have hunting we have to have outposts where you can go in stealthy all guns blazing and yeah very often the only tangible difference between this and something like far cry or assassin's creed is that you are a yeah 10 foot tall blue alien <laughs> like, that was one of my favorite things because ed had never seen pandora um avatar Avatar, even and so the first time he saw like his character model next to a human he was like jesus christ <laughs> well, I was... didn't realize how well, yeah no I, I was the same i've never i've never seen avatar um i thought i thought when a human i thought like in the intro scene when a human comes in and they're much smaller than the nearest like navi character they were just stood further away <laughs> um <laughs> but, but also like but also like when you when you see an up close um like human navi interaction the navi is like a kid and they're about like the same they're like the same size as a like a oh no a great as a human man so i was going oh. so like i didn't immediately clock that anything was wrong and it was only like after a flashback and all the characters had grown up and yeah, you're suddenly like towering over the nearest NPC, <laughs> and the cr- and the crouch the crouching tutorial is just to walk through what would otherwise be an ordinary sized door. Oh god! Um, which which it's, is also kind of funny because like this this facility the the sto- the story starts off like you are basically like a kidnapped Navi raised by humans to be like a soldier um, in this yeah. like, underground bunker. Um, and if, if all the doors are just human size, it just makes me think that for entirely racist reasons, they just built the entire facility to human specifications without like wanting to acknowledge that there's going to be these. <laughs> so ten, they were kidnapping ten, nothing. going to be like these ten foot tall people walking around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, like I said, it's a very kind of it's a very Ubisoft game. Um, I, I, it's a you go, isn't it? You go around and you clear like the horror, the bad fossil yeah, like the fuel human oil, bases, oil and then pumps or whatever they are. Um, 
I I had to laugh as well. There's a bit early on where you, you use uh, the the USB hair plug that the Navi have uh, to oh yeah to, yeah. to jack in to uh, a giant glowing plant, and it tran- <laughs> and it transports you to this mystic realm where you speak to your a- sure. where you speak to your ancestor, and it's all very spiritual and otherworldly. And then you load back in, and it turns out that's just how you unlock double jumping. <laughs> that's it, 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 it's like it's a spiritual successor to the the magic tattoo in Far Cry Three, where you know getting a bigger tattoo <laughs> makes your crouching speed, crouch walk speed faster. That's uh, that's such game bullshit. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it it's, oh, it, that's this is, so this good. This game is rich in game bullshit. It is. Oh, that's great. I might have to play it now. It's like I wanted to play that. What was the one that an ex Ubisoft dev made? And it was about monkeys, like literal chimps. It was about evolution and that. I wanted to play that. I don't know that one. To just. Oh, it was called like Ancestors or something. And it you played as chimps and then you evolved different chimp like you literally evolved depending on like your behaviors and what you could get better at and i was like if these game developers aren't cowards you should be able to evolve to become like more feckant (laughs) and be better like you should you should be able to get chimp supremacy through like a sex tree (laughs) on your on your leveling up basically (laughs) but i don't think they did and i never played it so what i have been playing which is the game that i've been alluding to for a couple of weeks is a highland song oh yes which is inkle's latest yeah Yeah. i've been talking about when i first started playing it i was getting very frustrated in the work chat as well i don't know if you remember james i was bitching about it i i I do yeah yeah uh because you play you the whole thing is um sort of environmental as well i suppose you play moira who's um a scottish teenager and she decides to run away from home or specifically she runs away from like her mum's house on the edge of the highlands to her uncle hamish's uncle hamish is a lighthouse keeper so you have to get from inland to outland um by beltane which i think you get six five or six in-game days to do it okay and each time you you know walk or you know travel or whatever you lose time and the the day ticks on and you have to find somewhere to sleep at night and if it's too cold or you fall over then you lose some of your stamina and then you're less good at climbing it's really lovely sort of 2d but very layered a lot of parallaxing and you can see the hills that you need to get through so the process of getting from your house to the lighthouse is is sort of a process of peeling back the each layer of the the highlands and you do that by climbing big peaks standing on the top of them and then matching up the landscape around you with a fragment of a map and seeing where the the exit basically from from this mountain is oh, okay um, and there are yeah there are a few every level but the first time you play it is quite frustrating because you maybe don't have many maps yet because every time you do it, you can then start again, but you keep the maps and you keep the stuff you already discovered. Um, so, because the mountains themselves don't change, but there's a little bit of RNG in terms of like the stuff you find. Uh, okay, so it's, you find, it's a bit like you know, rogue lighty. Car, yeah. yeah. I mean, I hesitate to say that, but basically, while you're clambering around, you can find like 
uh, a megaphone and an old knife and different size rocks and a playing card and different keys you can collect as you go and maybe unlock different buildings that you can find. Um, but the first time you play, it's very easy to just like get very frustrated because although there technically aren't dead ends in the sense that like you will, sh- you should always be able to find a way to the next sort of area, the next level, I guess, of the Highlands. There are definitely dead ends if you like go down a mountain a certain way or maybe the wrong way or whatever. Um, it's quite easy to miss paths and stuff sometimes. Okay. So the first time you play it, it can be a bit infuriating. But the more times you play it, the kind of better you get to know the landscape and the highlands and you recognize different mountains and you know where you have to go. Um, so you should be able to reach the lighthouse by Beltane on your maybe second or third go and you will then discover the you know Moira's link to the wild and the it's the it's trying to capture that feeling of wildness and running and laughing and jumping into the rain and feeling you know very alive uh and it sort of does that quite well but it it Ingle's very good at storytelling but the movement and the animation isn't quite as good and sometimes when you press jump to you know and you're expecting to do you want to do just like a little hop but moira will self-yeet into the <laughs> void and like <laughs> fall down the entire side of a mountain because it didn't you know catch quite right or just some of the pathing stuff some of the climbing thing is just a little bit um yeah it's very easy to kind of stumble i think but the storytelling sh- stuff is yeah. great okay it- like it, it, it has um, you know, at night time you might be visited by a spirit, or you could find like weird little people living in the highlands, or you can find uh, like a a carving of a lion that's got a hole next to it, and if you put something in the right thing in the hole, then something will happen. All this kind of stuff. It's great. Oh, cool. Is that like um, is that like going off the beaten path stuff, or is it stuff, <clears throat> or, or you'll just like come across it on what is air quotes the right path yes and no like it's very easy to find these weird little things you won't find all of them on a single playthrough because they're on different paths basically um but you can also like if you if you do go a little further and and you know there was one point where i went down to the edge of the water because you can't like walk across water obviously but I went down to the edge of of a lake and you can skim stones so I skimmed a stone just you know for the hell of it and then Moira was like wait that made a noise and the water was like shallow enough to walk across kind of stuff so if you do go and you just kind of engage in play and like you know do fun stuff along the way then you f- you can find stuff as well. It has caves, which are horrible. I hate them because <laughs> you can never tell which direction you're going and where to go and stuff. But it's um, it's really sweet, and it makes it made me feel a bit sad that I couldn't go and like in the middle of the day just go and you know run around yeah. and oh. <laughs> you know I I've had that a couple of times where like. I've had a day off on like a weekday or like an appointment in the morning and then I walk back home or whatever. Uh, and I just like, it sucks having a job. <laughs> <laughs> there was one time a few weeks ago where yeah, I had an appointment in the morning uh, for the doctors, walked 
back. It was like a month ago, more than that now. Um, walked back home and it was like mid morning and there was like an old lady like getting her scooter ready and she waved at a toddler and then like a dog you know ran up and, she, and I was like God it sucks having a job. <laughs> oh, you can you can get a mobility scooter and just drive it about the weekend. Oh God! I was like it's Tuesday. I could go get a cake. You know. Like... <laughs> I. Oh, uh, those those communists were onto something, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think the communists were quite big on uh, being a worker. Uh, that's true. I, so yeah. I I might be like horribly. Well, to, mis- to each according to their needs, and my need is a cake on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> my need is a lion butt. <laughs> uh, so I I might be like misremembering. Uh, a Highland song horribly, but is there like a, a musical aspect to it? Like oh, yes, there is. That's quite an important bit. That I so um, there are times where, you know, if there's a long slope or a straight or whatever, you can find a deer and the deer runs off and then you sprint alongside the deer and it plays, you know, um, trad Scottish music with like oh, bagpipes cool. and violins and guitars and what have you. Um, and you you jump in time to these little markers on, on the ground um, and it increases Moira's stamina I guess but also it's just like a little it's a representation of her like enjoying running through the wild and being part of it and stuff oh. that's it is fun uh, sometimes it does do the thing where like the jump doesn't quite match up and you, you'll miss a beat because the jump went over it kind of thing rather than but um it's really lovely. And it also, the whole landscape of the Highlands changes a lot based on the weather and the time of day and stuff. So it's a really changeable landscape. And you and you view, you section up in your head as like a real place because you're like, you, you know, if you're standing on top of a peak, you're like, right, it'll take me quite a while to get down this bit. But then there's a long slope there that looks like it'll be a sprint with a deer. Um, so that will take less time and that'll take me somewhere useful and stuff. So it's very good uh, from that point of view. But I think that Inkle's maybe lack of specialization in movement and animation did trip trip them up a little bit and indeed trips the player up a little bit but uh otherwise very very enjoyable cool um and lovely there you go it sounds like that game would be a good fit for a handheld pc such as the lenovo legion go oh james Is it a good day to wear hard? It is a good day to wear hard, uh, because I finally uh, have a Lenovo Legion Go to review. Um, Mate! Yes. I think it's been like nearly a week, uh, nearly a month, sorry, um, since it was supposed to launch. uh, And there was like a massive delay in getting it. Not not just to us, to like all UK press, I guess. Oh, weird. Yeah. um, So this... Having said that, like this is not a review because I only got it yesterday. Um, spent most of that time just downloading things, and I only had about half an hour last night to actually play it, uh, which I spent playing bot matches in Team Fortress Two in an attempt to get comfortable with the detachable controller mouse oh, thing. Um, yeah. This is like because this is um it's like it's you know it, it, this is this is a USP. It's one of the like de- Switch style detachable controllers can go into a, a little 
stand almost, and you can use it like an upright mouse. Um, oh, I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so I'm still in the process of getting to grips with this because it absolutely feels weird to be using what is kind of like a very small flight stick almost um, that has a that itself has a thumbstick jutting out into your palm. Um, but I, I, I think I'm getting there, like just in, even in the short time uh, I've been using it. So I think it, it could definitely has the potential to work well. Um, and I didn't break the controller connection immediately, like I did with the preview model. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's something. Yeah, that's, that's an improvement. That's, that, that's progress. Um, actually, like the this so this retail version I've got does feel um, just like generally better made than the uh, the preview one. Um, it's just a bit more solid and rigid, uh, which is you know, a big deal for something with detachable controllers because if it's not, it's just gonna like wriggle around in your hands. Uh, it's still quite massive for a handheld, yeah. but also not as heavy as it looks, I wouldn't say. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's it, it's promising. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it around with it some more. Uh, but I also think Lenovo haven't done themselves many favors in taking so long to get review kits out to press, because if they if they had done for release, which was you know in early November, uh, we wouldn't have the chance to compare it to the Steam Deck OLED. And the Steam Deck OLED is really bloody good. Is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, I might, I might have said this before, but I am, I am glad that the companies who are now making handheld PCs are trying to make them like very significantly distinct from one another. Yeah. It's, like it's not a case of, oh, we made a Steam Deck with a slightly faster processor. There are, there are different like operating systems, different screen yeah. resolutions, and now like completely different ways of at, like physically playing games, uh, which is good. Um, that's that's what you want from uh, competition, I guess. Yes, uh, uh, a vibrant marketplace. Yeah. So uh, as they say. So yeah, uh, that's all cool. It's good times. Um, it's good. I'm I'm glad you've got one. I feel like the Lenovo Legion Go has become the sort of unofficial mascot of the hardware section because you've been mentioning <laughs> it, it consistently for a while. It was, yeah. Um, like I think the Asus Rug Ally was that also for a bit. Um, yeah, had a had a while getting hold of one of those as well. Um, I I I can kind of seeing this Lenovo one being maybe like more of a straight upgrade on the Asus one because it does have like similar it has like the same uh like processor graphics chip thing um it also has like big shiny screen um but also all the you know detachable controller gubbins and like the screen is bigger and i think the i think the battery might be bigger as well uh so yeah um and i think it's only like 100 pounds more um so yeah see ah. Well, be in, in, interesting. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll be back here like either next week <laughs> or the or the week after talking once again about the the Nova Legion Go. Uh, I look forward to it. Have you got a beans metaphor? The thing you hate. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, I, I guess it's a bit like I have pre I previously a cowboy previously tried a particular flavor of beans which yeah. um i don't know 
it didn't it didn't make him sick but he accidentally <laughs> crushed the bean can in his hand and spilled <laughs> the beans everywhere even his big lenny hands <laughs> even though the bean seller was hoping to show the beans to like dozens of other people that day sure yeah um and now there's a now the cowboy's back eating the same beans but it's in a i don't know is it a nicer can there you go it's not my my best one all right there is no nate minigame this week while he Relaxes in a Michelin starred (laughs) delicious cafe. I don't know. Yeah, he's eating a cake. Um, But every week we do recommend something that is not a Lenovo Legion Go (laughs) or a video game. Uh, James, what are you going to recommend this week? Uh, So not to kind of play on stereotypes about the Scottish but while I was in Scotland um, I did have some extremely nice shortbread which, Oh my god, uh, James which, <laughs> I bought four cans back with me um, It is called Were they in the shape of Scotty dogs in tartan tins, were they? No, no, they're just like um, they're just normal round bits of shortbread um, right. made by Your Peace Baking Company and uh, oh. yeah, I don't really have I don't really have much to say about this. It's just really good shortbread. Um, no, you know, rich but not too like heavy or greasy. Uh, hand handmade in Fife, according to the tube. Well, so they, there you go. Thank Authent- you, Fife, for your shortbread. Product of, of Fife. Is it like champagne? The, the shortbread isn't real shortbread unless it's made. It's <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, um, it's salty biscuits <laughs> i am gonna recommend a nearly four hour uh youtube video uh which is about plagiarism it's h bomber guy's latest it's called uh plagiarism and you brackets tube and the first half of it is looking at different uh, examples of how plagiarism is done on youtube or, you know, examples that he feels are clearly plagiarism uh, hidden or disguised in different ways. Even if they put a link to, you know, these are my sources at the bottom, if they're still ripping stuff off wholesale and, and not disclosing stuff properly, or, um, you know, just ignoring that they've done it and then when they get caught taking the video down and re-uploading it and pretending they never did it stuff like that and then the second half is all just about one guy so it's a big plot twist um it's very good um it's good for its rumination on the way why people plagiarize and and the way it's done now and how people don't understand plagiarism it kicked off a lot of stuff over the weekend people talking about what counts as plagiarism and some of the youtubers he talked about had their fans defending it saying it's not plagiarism um and also it talks about yeah creative work doesn't seem valuable until you see that people have to steal it and you know ways that we can adapt other people's work and you know that kind of thing. So it's very good, very long. So maybe set aside uh, some time. What, what did you say it was? Three and a half hours? Three hours and 51 minutes. Ooh. Yeah. It's not even That's my favourite of the long YouTube videos I watch. 
I put them on away. And that it was a one two punch because then the next day another uh, YouTuber who does music analysis uh, is called Todd in the Shadows. Very good. Uh, just was like I normally do videos about music, but uh, I know H Bomber guy did this video about how this guy plagiarizes. Here's all the the proof that like everything he doesn't plagiarize, he just makes up, and it's like two <laughs> hours of like <laughs> two hours of like lies. And this guy has deleted like his Patreon, his all his social media. Oh, wow. so he's just, like his his career has been obliterated. He was making like two hundred grand a year, almost from Patreon, okay. and just lying and stealing. <laughs> anyway, it's very musician, the musician YouTuber turned that around pretty fast. He knew it was coming, so he'd been working on it for oh, a while. I see. Right. YouTubers talk, it turns out. <laughs> I didn't know this, but um, so that's my recommendation. That just about does it for this week's episode of the Electronic Wireless Show, Rock Paper Shotguns PC Gaming Podcast, and the only podcast you need, in my opinion, which is that of Alice Bell. I've been joined this week by James Archer. Thank you, Hello James. and goodbye, and you're welcome. <laughs> if you would like to hear more from Rock Paper Shotgun, you can find us on basically all of the social medias, dying as they are. Just search Rock Paper Shotgun, your favourite one. We're probably there. We use some of them more than others. I don't know. Uh, you can email the podcast, podcast at rockpapershotgun.com to send in questions, suggestions, feedback, general gubbins. And for all of your PC gaming needs, you can go to www.rockpapershotgun.com but for now it is goodbye from me and goodbye again from James goodbye James goodbye again bye